Thank you for joining the York College Podcast. Today, Brad Johnson is joined by Kitra Cody, a Nebraska Future Leader of America. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the York College Podcast Series. Today, we are with Kitra Cody. So happy to have you today. How are you? Good. How are you? <laughs> I am doing well. So, hey, maybe give me a little bit of your background. Um, talk about your background. You know, what do you love to do? What are you passionate about? Let's start there. Okay. Um, so I'm from a really small town called Cody, Nebraska, um, western, northwestern Nebraska. And I grew up on a ranch my whole life. So I started, you know, working as soon as I could walk. <laughs> um, I have this one sibling, well, I have two siblings. And I guess the biggest thing that I took from kind of growing up in a small town was like how to work hard and that you had to work to get to where you were. Um, and that's something I've like progressed throughout even my collegiate career. Like I've always kept that in the back of my mind. Um, and then things I'm like passionate about are being around people and talking to people. Um, not really sure what I wanna do in my career wise, which I think we're gonna get into later, but I do know that I want to be around people. I wanna help people, I wanna talk to people. I wanna get to know new people, so. I don't know. That's brief. That's perfect. So maybe give, give me um, give me a list of of some mentors that have really helped shape your journey to this point. Yeah. So my first mentor that I would say would be Dr. Alicia O'Neill. Um, she's an English professor here, and I think we we have just a lot of similar life experiences. Um, personalities are similar. We both like to laugh about ourselves. Um, and then she's always just kind of pushed me, challenged me spiritually, mentally. Um, I can laugh with her, pray with her, sing with her, cry with her. Like, she's just like my go-to. Um, and then I would also say Mr. DeToro here has been like a huge mentor in my life. Um, he's been my advisor. And he's always just been my biggest encourager, motivator. He inspires me all the time. Um, and he's always just pushed me to be like a better young business professional in general. Um, as well as like a student and Christian, um, but I can walk into either of their offices and talk to them about anything, and they've always just been there to support me throughout my collegiate career. So, perfect. So, um, so at your college, are you taking online courses on campus or both? Um, yeah. So I'm a senior right now. I'm a triple major studying business admin management and accounting. And then I've also started in the master's program. And so that's the online part of what I'm doing. So I'm in like the online master's class right now. And then last semester, well, the first eight weeks of the semester, we did like a hybrid course for the master's class. So it's par partially online, partially not. So did you say triple major? Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. So do you know what you want to do? Um. I have like some feelers out there. Like I went to um, our career fair on campus yesterday and got some really good ideas, um, like different avenues I think I could take. Um, I for sure know that I can't be an accountant. I just like people too much to sit in the back office and crunch numbers all day. So <laughs> I just want to deal with people. Like, I don't know what that means, but. So how, so let's talk about York. Why, why York College? What do you like about York? Um, so my mom came here, she was here in 88 and 89. And so um, she was kind of encouraging me to go here. And for the most part, like, when I was first looking at York, I wasn't 
super sold. I was just like, yeah, my mom went here. I can go here for not that much money. Like I get some good scholarships. And so I just like, okay, whatever, I'll do it. Um, but then like, since I've been here, I mean, obviously I like it because I'm still here. Um, but just like the community really is such a big thing here. And I know it's a cliche, but my life was also definitely transformed here. You know, mission statement wants us to be um but I don't know I'm able to be super involved which is awesome I kind of grew up with that from the small town mindset like involved in everything um I don't know so I answer the question no that's great and and how how are you able to balance what you're doing with PBL and we'll talk about that and all of your extracurricular activities with education and and how does online help that um so I have a big planner that I write in every single day. Um, and that helps like keep me organized. I think organization is a huge key in like balancing things. Um, and I've also learned to like say no to the things that maybe I'm not super like passionate about. Um, that's one thing about York is like, you have people like wanting you to be involved in every single thing. And at some point, if you don't say no, like you will stretch yourself too thin and you're not able to, like, I don't think like you're able to give you're all to anything at that point um so I think just like being able to set those healthy boundaries um and do the things that I know I want to do and then what else did you say what was the second part of your question well just I mean how, how has online been able to allow you to stay flexible with your work schedule with your education and your in your personal life yeah um so being able to take like an online class you know I can sit down and do it like when I'm in my room which is nice I don't have to actually be in a seated class um because I mean like I like being in class I do like that in-person aspect but sometimes you know there's going to be days where you may go to class and you don't like do a whole lot and sometimes I think that's kind of frustrating and so with online you know I can set my own pace I can get as much out of it as I want um and like I'm paying for it so I'm going to try to get as much out of it as I can um but yeah just like being able to just do it on my own time and like set my own flexibility for that is pretty nice so talk to me a little bit about just a regular day for you. Like, what, is, what does that look like? Are you walking on, you know, are you going to class, are you walking on campus, meeting with friends? And then let's talk a little bit about PBL and what you do there. Okay. Um, so my day-to-day, -day, right now I um, only have classes on Monday nights and Tuesdays and Thursdays. And so, but I have choir every day and chapel. And so um, right now I start my day with chapel and then I usually go hang out with like one of my friends um we just kind of hang out till choir and then after choir I usually try to like go to the library um and utilize the arc it's a really good place to get homework done <laughs> um and I'll sit down and I'll like look at you know what's my online class look like like what do I do this week um and then I can also look at like what my Tuesday Thursday classes are gonna like what I'm gonna need to do for those um and then you said PBL like what about PBL yeah, let, well, let's talk about, so what, what do you do with PBL? What does it mean to you? Okay, so um, I've served as a local officer here on our York campus um, since I've been here, but not this year. This year, I am a state officer. Um, so I serve for the state team as the vice president of membership. And that allows me to communicate with people from across our state. Um, I encourage not only our advisors, but our members to get their peers to join. and 
it's way more than just so PBL is like professional business leaders or like Phi Beta Lambda. Um, but it's way more than just being a like it's way more than just being a business leader. Like there's so much like leader is such a broad word. And right. like there's there's so much behind that. Um, were you gonna say something? <laughs> no, no, I, I think you're exactly right. I mean, I, I know just in my experience. There's a professional business side, but it's also, as cliched as it sounds, it's so much about relationships. <laughs> oh, absolutely, yeah. Relationships and building relationships with people and really being able to work with them, but also knowing who they are as a person. Yeah, and I think that's something I've like also focused on is, I mean, as a VP of membership, I could just be focused on that number and be like, oh, I just want to hit that number. Like, Our goal is like 250 members for the year. And I could just be like, ah, yep, another one, another one, another one. But like, I want to build the relationships with each of those people. Like, I want them to get their friends to join because like they met me and not in like a, I don't know, not like a cocky way, but like, I want them to join because of me because like, I want them, like, I want to establish that connection and that relationship. And like, I want to know where they're from. I want to know who their parents are. Like, I don't know. I'm very intentional, I think, about my relationships and that's important to me. Well, I would imagine, too, at York, it's a relatively small campus. You know, it's not a large public institution with thousands and thousands of students. Um, I would imagine, and I don't want to speak for you, but I'd imagine you probably like the smaller atmosphere because you get to know more people. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's perfect. That's great. That's great. Um, so talk to me a little bit about, so you're in your dorm room, it looks like. Yeah. Is that right? Okay. So do you have, I see a friends, it almost looks like a keychain in the background, but is there anything in your room that you can look at and go, boy, I remember getting that, or my friend gave me this, or I have a story around that, or what have you, something like that. Yeah, so actually that thing that says friends, um, my best friend from back home made me that when I came here my freshman year, and it's from like the show Friends, and so she wrote out, um, it's like the, the lyrics of the song that plays, and it was like basically any day like I'll be here for you which is a theme song and I've hung that up in my room every single year because like that just reminds me like I do have people that are in my corner like no matter where I'm at and I've found those people here too which is awesome but like that's part of that building those connections with those people those lasting connections like there's people that are like rooting for me and like cheering me on even if I like forget about them but that is pretty cool and I, I guess I just realized that friends will last forever like the show yeah. Friends will last forever. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> so is that, so as a senior, do you help the, uh, you know, do you help freshmen and sophomore? Do you, you know, do you kind of help guide them as they're starting their college career? Um, I would say, yeah. So I um, am the student chaplain for a cheer and dance team. I was an athlete for my first, like my first couple years and then I got injured. And so now I just help like with the spiritual leadership side of it. And so I go to practice two times a week and I do a devotional with them. And it's been really fun because I actually like purchased the devotional this year. And so it has like, you know, the questions, it has um, like some verses. And so I'll actually split them up into groups and I will assign each group a question. And then this last week I like made every single person talk, which was really fun. Cause like usually, you know, one person in the group talks and I was like, yeah. all right, all y'all are going to have to talk this week. Um, but yeah, like just encouraging, you know, the younger, like the underclassmen, like spiritually, I think is super cool. And then even with PBL stuff, like pushing the freshmen and sophomores to get more involved. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And maybe talk to us a little bit about, so what sport did you play? So I was, I was on the cheer team and then okay. I dislocated my shoulder a couple of times. So. Okay. So how, 
what was that experience like? Not just the pain of dislocating your shoulder, but what was the experience <laughs> like of getting injured? And, and it, it sounds like, you know, just really kind of a shift probably in your life a little bit where now you're not doing cheer. I, you know, I guess, how did you fill that gap? Yeah. Um, so when I first came here, I was on scholarship for PBL. Um, and then I was a cheerleader in high school. So the coach had reached out to me and was like, Hey, do you want to be on the cheer team? I was like, sure. You know, saying yes right away. Um, and so I ended up like switching my scholarship after my freshman year, just because I felt like I was putting a lot more towards cheer at the time. Um, but yeah, just like being an athlete, you know, you're going to practice, like you're with your team, like all the time. And I felt it was really, it was honestly like pretty hard. Like when I had, like when I quit being a cheerleader, cause I kind of lost that team aspect. Yeah. Um, and so I remember meeting with my coach and being like, I still want to be involved. Like I care about this team. Um, I just don't know how to be involved. Like if I'm not, you know, on the sidelines with you or like on the mats with you. Um, and so I had a conversation with her about um, taking over as a student chaplain. And I knew I wanted to push myself spiritually. And I knew that like leading others spiritually, I knew I'd have to push myself to, in order to like get them to, you know, where I'm at or try to. Um, so yeah, it's definitely a diff, like a big difference, you know, going to practice a couple times a week versus every day. Um, but yeah, just filling that gap, like I started spending more time, you know, like with my friends or like with them outside of practice, like putting in that intentional time to stay involved because. I wasn't going to stay involved if I didn't like put in the work to do so. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I mean, everything that you've said about staying involved and staying motivated and helping others stay motivated and even helping others that may not be as motivated as you are really help them be able to say yes, you know, but also make the right decision. So that's something that's great. So, so why York? If I can ask that, like why York? And yeah. again, you, you've made, you've listed a number of reasons why you love York and things about you. But if you were to talk to a prospective high school student, let's say, um, or even an adult learner that's looking to go online, right, and earn credentials, what would you tell them about, hey, here's why York is the best place to go to school? Yeah, I don't think on any other college campus, you're going to get that like one-to-one -one professor, like relationship interaction. Um, even like talking to, you know, my peers that I graduated with, talking to them about like their college experience, they're all so like amazed that I go to my professor's house and do my laundry or like I go, I stay at their houses sometimes, like if I need a break. And I truly think that's something that, um, is invaluable, like coming here, like my mentors who are also my professors, like I would not have like got, I would not be here at your college if it wasn't for them. Like my freshman year, I thought I was pretty ready to leave. And then like Dr. O'Neill is what kept me here. Like her like pushing me, motivating me and like being in my corner when it felt like maybe I didn't have anyone else. That's the reason I stayed. And like, I think that's really something that you're not gonna find like on a, one on a bigger campus, but two really at any other college um just that like community which I know York promotes like your community but you have to be intentional in creating those relationships and I think once you are like you're not going to find another place that has that so where do you plan on going after you graduate do you have a plan um no <laughs> I mean <laughs> I want to finish hey, I think I want to finish that's okay the too program, yeah. But, yeah I don't know you're thinking of the master's program 
yeah, well, I'm in it right now and, you know, I plan on finishing it. Um, so whether that means finishing it online or maybe like trying to stay here and be a GA and finish it here, um, I'll have a third of it done when I graduate in the spring. So it just depends. Like I can stay here and do it. I can move on and do it. Well, when you say triple major, I'm impressed because even even a major period, a lot of students don't know what they want to do, even well past college. So, yeah. <laughs> so kudos to you for having the, the triple major, which is great. So so let me ask you, and without getting too personal about it, but do you remember a specific conversation um, either with Dr. O'Neill, your coach? you know, at, at Chaplin, whatever the case may be, do you remember a conversation that might've been tough for you where you said, gosh, I don't, I'm at a crossroads now. I'm not sure what to do. Do you remember a kind of a pivotal moment or a conversation where you go, gosh, that was what really kept me here? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I was uh, sitting on Dr. O'Neill's couch in her, she was living in like the guest house that York had because she hadn't, you know, purchased a house here yet or anything. And I was like crying to her and telling her that like, because at the time I, I kind of fell out of like my first friend group, which is really common, I think, kind of like as a freshman. Um, and I was like, I don't want to be here. Like, I don't think I can be here like mentally. And like, it, I just feel like I don't have anyone right now. And I just remember her being like, you have me and you have God. And like, I'm, she was like, basically, like, I'm pretty cool. Like, that's good enough. And I was like, yeah, you're right. You're pretty cool. <laughs> and um, I just remember like calling my mom like after that night and just being like, this professor like likes me and like I was just at her house like crying and she was like really receptive like <laughs> she wasn't like you're weird get out um but yeah like that conversation I was like I've never had someone that doesn't really know me like that's cared about me this much like she doesn't she doesn't know everything about me she doesn't know like my whole life story but like she cares about me and like I can tell like that's God through her like that's God yeah. like shining through her and that was God working but yeah I think that's great. You know, something that, that I often hear at our church out here in, in Tennessee is, you know, you don't have to go it alone. You know, it's so yeah. easy to kind of keep everything inside or, and I'm speaking to me personally, I mean, every, keep everything inside yeah. or maybe even be embarrassed or, oh, you know what, people have their own problems. They don't want to hear about my problems or my worries or my concerns. But I think to your point, one of the things, one of the many things I think that York brings to students and to to the community is really that mantra of hey you don't have to do it alone i mean there are people here that can help guide you that can help you because they've been in your shoes oh absolutely you just have to ask you just have to be willing to have a conversation and ask them for help and they'll give it to you yeah exactly well kitra are there any questions i haven't asked you um i know we talked about kind of like what my expectations were like yeah um coming into York um I guess I, I think maybe I've kind of talked about this a little bit but I kind Let's, of written something down oh sorry. please go go ahead go ahead you're keeping um, me honest I like that that's good <laughs> um so okay coming into York I think I actually had really low expectations um and so I think like that's why like I said I was set on leaving like at the end of my first semester and Honestly, like my first thought, like when thinking about coming here was that I'd be surrounded by all these like cookie cutter Christians. Like I grew up Christian, but I was like, they're all going to be the same. Like, I'm not going to feel like different. I'm not going to feel like I can stand out in any way. And um, I figured, you know, maybe, okay, fine. Like my mom went there for two years because there's a two-year school, but I was like, I'll go for two years. I'm going to transfer. And honestly, my, my expectations of that were not fulfilled at all in a good way. And um, like, 
I was really surprised with the amount of like diversity I met here. And I love that because I kind of feel like my whole life I've tried to find friendship or hang around people that are way different than me because I like, I love being surrounded by people different than me. I don't like, no one wants to like be with themselves all the time. Um, and so like, that's exactly what I got like coming here. And I was really surprised. And like, I think I said this earlier, but like as a cliche, like my life was transformed like with that too. Um, just being able to thrive on that diversity is, you know, learn about like different back, like people's backgrounds. And there's a lot of people here that have never even heard about God, which I think is also awesome, like awesome, but like that they have the opportunity to do that here, but it's a culture shock for sure. I'll tell you something. That's, that's awesome. I mean, that really is, that is so awesome. And that's another thing too, that from my perspective, you know, I know at our church, you know, it's okay to ask questions and it's okay to ask challenging questions, you know, and it's okay to even feel like, Hey, I don't feel like I know God. Like I want to know God, you know? And I think that's okay. And I know even for me personally, you know, there might be that feeling of, gosh, should I ask that question? Oh, you know, I don't, you know, especially when I was younger, Oh, I don't know God as well as I should, or should I, you know, again, it kind of goes back to not being ashamed, but almost a little embarrassed to think, well, all these other people I'm talking to, well, they must know God. They know the Bible better than I do. <clears throat> but I think to your point, again, it's okay. You know, it's all right to mm-hmm. ask questions that, you know, you always hear your teacher talk about, well, there, there never is a stupid question. But I, I do think in this case, it's okay. You know, we're all yeah. trying to kind of carve out that, that path. So <clears throat> I, think, um, I think the involvement and I think, you know, just your, your personality and really being able to engage you know, a diverse community kind of among your friends and path. I think that's so great. Yeah. (laughs) That's great. Well, that's awesome. Anything else? And I, Hey, I appreciate that. So just stop me. If you prefer anything, that's perfect. Cause I want (laughs) you to be able to provide that. The other thing that we're working on here too, and this kind of goes away from the recording, but part of what we're doing as far as the interviews is that we can kind of cut out snippets here and there. So like even what you prepared, I think is awesome because we can even take that and go boom, right? And like put it on a website or put it on the link or put it on the alumni newsletter or whatever. Yeah. And, and that can really hone in on, you know, here's what Kitra talked about as a differentiator for your. Yeah, that's cool. Cut it out. Well, very good. Very good. No, and this is, hey, this has been awesome. Um, thanks for carving out time. I really appreciate yeah, of it. of course. And thanks nice for being here. <laughs> yeah, it's it's great, and I'll tell you, it's such it's really refreshing to hear from you and just how how dedicated you are and how how much more mature you are than I was at that age. I'll tell you that. <laughs> so really, you should really have seen me my freshman year, Brad. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you for joining today's edition of the Your College Podcast. We look forward to you joining us again soon.